goal is to get both virtual asset service providers that are involved in the transfer to have all the information they need to assess the risk of that transfer before the transfer is, is executed. Today, I am pleased to have Hannah Zakarias from 21 Analytics. 21 Analytics is a company in Zug, founded by Bitcoiners, who have been working in the blockchain industry since 2014. They provide tools for VASPs, virtual asset service providers, and banks to be compliant with regulation and to protect data. They recently came out with a new AI tool where anyone can type in a question relating to the travel rule and get an immediate answer. Anna Zakarias is the Marketing and Regulatory Engagement Lead at 21 Analytics. We will discuss this new tool and other products of the firm. Good afternoon, Hannah. Hey, Didier. Glad to be here. Thanks. Great introduction, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, well, I'll let you continue the introduction. I was gonna, that was my quick introduction of 21 Analytics, but do you want to present 21 Analytics, really, what they do, who founded them, what their ethos sure. is? Yeah, maybe uh, to give a brief context, uh, 21 Analytics, uh, although the name has analytics in it, we are not a blockchain analytics company. We are a travel solution provider. Uh, we are based out of Switzerland. We, are, we have four main co-founders and they are the ones uh, that have been working in crypto and blockchain uh, services and technology for the past 10 years. So quite uh, into crypto and Bitcoin for a while. And what we do as a travel social provider, we started out uh, because Switzerland was one of the first countries in the world that passed the travel rule, uh, a recommendation from the global AML body, anti-money laundering body, which is the FATF. And Switzerland approved the travel rule. And uh, at that point, there were no solutions for that problem in Switzerland or elsewhere. Um, and 21 Analytics uh, developed their own 21 travel rule, which allows uh, companies to transact information, the, the information required by the travel rule in a data protected way. So that's basically what 21 Analytics does. Um, we are really pro-privacy as Bitcoiners uh, by heart. And we are also pro-decentralization. First, let's define what the travel rule is or what it... For me, the simple idea that the travel rule is that when you send data from one asset, vast virtual asset service provider to another, the information of that person must travel, travels with them to the new virtual asset service provider. So it's basically the... Yes. the, the the uh, certain basic information, KYC information, travels, uh, follows the transfer of funds from one uh, service provider to another. That's a little bit how I define the travel rule. Is that do you like that definition, or how would you define it? Yeah, you're correct. Actually, that's where the name comes from. Um, the data on both people involved in the transfer must travel with the funds, not necessarily. Um, together with the funds. It doesn't need to be published on any blockchain, uh, but the information needs to go from one virtual asset service provider to the other. And it's important to mention here that only transfers that go through virtual asset service providers are um, 
mandated to have this information. So any peer-to-peer -peer transfer, let's say HANA sending from my private wallet to DGR's private wallet, the, that uh, is not uh, in scope of the travel. You don't need to, uh, people don't need to comply with that. Only virtual asset service providers that are the ones obliged to, to comply with the travel. Maybe to add is that the goal of the travel rule is not that you uh, collect information blindly and just, it's not busy work, right? Uh, the goal is to get both virtual asset service providers that are involved in the transfer to have all the information they need to assess the risk of that transfer before the transfer is, is executed. So that's the goal. And with that comes the, the collection of information, the storage of, of information, and then the exchange of information. So the information that's collected and transmitted is the same information. Is it the same information that's uh, transmitted if people make a payment in fiat currency? Yes, it? basically it is. It depends, of course, it, from country to country. Each country will do their own regulation. Um, that will, will, of course, be based out of the same financial action task force recommendation, right? The travel, uh, it's recommendation 16. But in general, in the EU, for instance, in Switzerland, also, um, these are, this is a regulation that comes to crypto from, from fiat. So in fiat, you already have these uh, obligations. If you are transferring money internationally through a bank, you need to inform some, to, to, to give your bank some information on the, on the people involved in the transfer. That's also why we have SWIFT, IBAN uh, systems, right? And this uh, obligation has been translated to crypto in the recent years, but uh, it's pretty much the same um, data and the same objective as in fiat. So I think it's, as you mentioned, the ethos of your, of your company is basically, I would say to keep data to the minimum, but nonetheless be able to work with banks or what do you think are the main issues regarding the travel rule and, and compliance and transmitting information? What are the problems or the challenges that Avast has to overcome? The main problems are how to get that information transacted to your counterparty, right? Um, first, when you are doing a, a transaction on behalf of a customer, they will probably send in it to your counterparty Vast. So um, any crypto XYZ will send to a bank that uh, also does crypto. They need uh, from a wallet address to understand where to send that information. Uh, it's not, not always obvious to know which is the counterparty, who is on the other side, who owns a wallet address. Is that a VASP or is that an unhosted wallet? This is not obvious and not straightforward. Uh, and this is the first challenge for travel compliance. Who is on the other side of the of the transfer? And then the second challenge is how do you communicate with that side of the transfer with your counterparty? How do you send travel rule data to them? Are they complying with travel rule already in the country where they have their headquarters? Do they have that obligation? If so, how are they uh, complying with that currently? 
Are they using a travel rule protocol? Are they using a travel rule solution that is closed network that I need to be part of? How to communicate with them? Can I send just a encrypted email to which email will I send that? So this is uh, the first challenge of, of that VASPs will face when trying to, com to comply with the travel rule is identifying the VASP on the other side of the transfer and sending information to that VASP in a, in a privacy protected way. So how 21 Analytics approaches that is that, as I said, we are very much privacy preserved preserving privacy oriented, and we are pro-decentralization. So we have been leading the efforts of uh, GRP, Travel Rule Protocol by OpenVASP. We have been working with uh, lots of, of industry players there to develop an open source protocol that is totally royalty free. It's totally, um, anyone can just implement it. You don't need to be part of any closed network. You don't need to be, um, to join or pay anything to be able to transact with companies that also support that. That is a protocol for travel rule. Of course, our, our solution works on top of that, using that protocol and many others as we are multi-protocol. That is, um, it's a lot to take in, for travel ecosystem, it's not easy um, industry to be in, and uh, there are several solutions. So, trying to make it a little bit more clear and explicit for the VASPs out there. There are protocols that will help you transact technologically, but uh, there are solutions that can can or cannot use that those those protocols to help you be interoperable with your counterparties. Do you want to first discuss the? the the recent uh, chatbot that you've developed yes. anybody can type in a, a question relating to a compliance question relating to the travel rule and they will get a response so you've recently developed that product then you offer other other products that are that people would pay for sure sure yeah that's one of our latest uh, launches and it was very much uh, people really liked that and it was very successful um so the, the product is actually uh, free and open and uh, available to anyone on our website. It's called 21AI. What we did there is we, we noticed how people were uh, confused by the travel regulations and consider, actually considering the, the, the year that we have had, right, in terms of new regulations in crypto, there's always something new coming out and it's quite hard to keep uh, updated in this space. Um, so considering all of that, we decided to uh, leverage all the content and the expertise that we had developed on the travel rule topic. And we opened it up for anyone who has a question or wants to clarify any points on, on travel rule regulations and actually some other crypto regulations as well, we cover. And to understand what are the, the specifics of travel regulations in in a country or understanding a little bit more about the transaction with self-hosted wallets, how how does that get impacted by the travel rule in each country, etc. So they can just uh, talk to, to that bot just like they would to uh, ChatGPT and ask them the questions and they will have um, better time finding the answers than than going about 
Are you sort of like targeting Switzerland and Europe? Um, actually, several countries. We are targeting travel, of course, because that's our main cons um, topic of expertise. But um, you can, of course, if you search there for, for the, the rules in Switzerland, what are the applicable rules? How can a bank uh, comply with the travel in Switzerland if they, there are thresholds? How to do it, it with a privately held wallets. You can find out all that in the in the our chat GPT for, for regulations, which is 21 AI. Okay, and sorry, maybe we didn't make this clear as well. The travel rule, does that apply, I think, to all crypto or just to to every every cryptocurrency, yes. And that, that's actually an important point that VASP must uh, take into account is that whenever transferring any type of token or any type of cryptocurrency you need to have uh, have that information stored and transacted uh, so your solution needs to support all tokens um, and of course 21 does but uh, this is one point important point that FHF has highlighted as weaknesses of complying with the travel rule some VASPs will only be able to do it with Bitcoin, for instance, Bitcoin, Ethereum, depending on the solution that they go with. And actually, they need to, to have records for any crypto transaction. Yes. Besides this open and free sort of chatbot, 21 Analytics also offers paying products that are going to give people more than what they would get on the chatbot. Do you want to a little bit maybe discuss what other products 21 Analytics yeah. does and what that offers on top of uh, the chatbot? Yeah, of course. Actually, uh, so we do the travel solution, right? We have a, a, a full solution that is multi-protocol, which means um, you you will you can rely on us to be to connect with any VASP to contact them and and send their travel information, regardless of their travel solution or their travel status. What we also have. Uh, and that is important for travel so travel compliance is uh, the the self-hosted wallet ownership proofing. What that means is that just like you need to collect information when transacting VASP to VASP, you also need to transact to collect information when transacting from VASP to self-hosted wallet or self-hosted wallet to VASP. Why is that? For the same reason to uh, minimize money laundering uh, risks and be able to identify who is in the other side of the transfer, right? Who who holds and will in the end hold that that those funds, those crypto funds. So 21 and Travel also supports self-hosted wallet ownership uh, proofs. And we actually offer four ways of collecting those proofs through Micro deposits, you might have heard of Satoshi tests. Um, these are just small transactions that a customer will do to, to a VASP in a specific time window that they have agreed on. So then if the VASP receives that, that uh, um, random amount that they have agreed on, they have successfully proved that the, that customer controls and owns that wallet. We also have cryptographically signed message, for instance, is that a customer can use the, the wallet to sign a message uh, stating that they own that wallet, which already proves that they own it because 
you can only sign a message with your wallet if you control the private key, correct? That just like if you're doing a transaction, all all you you are signing a message in the end. So we offer a complete suite of of travel uh, solution for for FASPs that uh, are in Switzerland or in the UK or in the EU in countries that are starting to enforce the travel rule. So we allow you to connect and, and contact any VASP, any counterparty, um, and collect the information that you need to comply with the travel rule. Okay, okay, thank you very much. Uh, tell me, Han, how did you discover Bitcoin how did you, or crypto in general? How did you get here? So I first heard about Bitcoin 2017, I think when the big price uh, price ups and downs were happening, uh, but I didn't get involved there. I got involved uh, about in 2020 when I had my first experience in a Nordic uh, VASP, a Nordic crypto exchange, and there I understood everything there was about Bitcoin and I was first. I I first uh, got to know the, the challenge of the travel. That's how I ended up here. Now uh, it's been three years with Twenty One Analytics uh, in Switzerland, um, and getting to understand a little bit more of the challenges for VASPs and what uh, how to, to approach compliance in that space. Do you have like a were you like a computer engineer, a technical background? Did you come from finance? Uh, I'm, I have a, an, an industrial engineering background, uh, but now I'm working mostly with marketing and uh, regulations, actually. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you, because in fact, you told me offline that I think you're originally from Brazil. In Brazil, how much crypto adoption is there? What, uh, what kind of relationship do people have with banks? For example, I have the impression that in Argentina, nobody trusts the banks, but in Brazil, the banks are much more efficient and better run. But I don't know if most people trust banks or not, because whether they trust banks or not, it's going to make them more or less motivated to use an alternative method or not. So how would you a little bit describe maybe Brazilians, their relationships with their banks, how much trust they have in banks? And then how would you describe maybe crypto usage or adoption in, in Brazil in general? Sure, uh, that's a very good question, actually. Um, thanks for that. I would say that um, Brazil, we are nowhere near the situation in Argentina, right? It's it's quite sad there where what they have and where they ended up, and definitely there there's a lack of trust, general lack of trust there. Uh, in South America, I think historically we have a similar relationship with banks in general. In Brazil, there there has been some some uh, situations where people definitely well lost their money, or the government came and, and got that money from from their bank accounts. So that's definitely shaken the the relationship with banks. But I would say, um, as we were talking offline, uh, Brazilians or or I, what I would say is that they are not as aware of privacy issues in regards to their banking history, their finances, as people in Switzerland are. But uh, the main concern here in South America in general would be protecting your money against inflation. Um, 
in Brazil, for instance, I think in the past five years, we have had inflation around 5% or 10% a year. In Argentina, of course, that goes up to 100. So storing your money in, current, in, in local currency is not the best way to, to, well, manage your wealth. And then that's where Bitcoin comes into play. I would say so in Brazil, more than, than in payments, for instance, because here we have quite a good uh, uh, instantaneous payments uh, system that works between any bank. Of course, that is not the most uh, privacy-oriented approach, but uh, CBDC wouldn't be either. So I would say in Brazil, we are from from actually from the latest chain analysis geographic report where they talk about the adoption in the world. Brazil is in the top 10. And there are other South American countries there. Uh, that are adopting crypto in general, not only Bitcoin, to try to, to pr be protected against inflation. In Argentina, I can't say that much, but I would I would think uh, the same, because there the, the situation is a little it's it's harsher. I would. Do you think to say that in Brazil their motivation is going to be more as a form of uh, protection against inflation and store value yeah. than store as a value. means of payment, because the means because the banking system offers apps that allow relatively easy payments. So that's, that's yes. not a, yeah, yeah. Okay. They are, they are actually uh, developing CBDCs, but uh, this type of projects is, but, but more for um, not retail, but uh, institutional adoption and uh, yeah, tokenizing investments, etc. So thank you for that information. Let me just wrap it up maybe with a few rapid fire questions. Where do you get most of your information? I think I think that depends uh, on the type of information, but let's say crypto and crypto regulations, which is mostly what I consume right now. Um, I get I get updated by LinkedIn. I think the community crypto compliance community is quite active and I love that. Um, I get updated by LinkedIn and I also update people on LinkedIn uh, on the travel topics, but definitely keep my eye on Coindesk, uh, all the, the, the big media outlets where we hear about the, the new regulatory developments. Also, on some countries, uh, regulations page. So depending on the authority, if they are more active, I keep, I keep an eye on there. Yeah. Okay. That's so when, when you say. say LinkedIn, you mean articles from some other source, or do you mean somebody in your field informing you of some new regulation or some new? No, I'm. I mean, uh, lots of people on my field uh, that I follow and that write awesome articles that help me understand a bit more of the regulatory framework and the regulatory challenges there are in crypto outside of travel rule. There. Are, lots of very smart people on the crypto compliance and regulatory community. And um, yeah, they explain. I think the beauty of crypto in that sense is that everything is starting out. They are just being developed. You get to see it from, from zero and understand everything that, that, that impacts, that gets impacted by new regulation. How often do you use cash? 
I would say it's fair, at least in Brazil. As I said, we have this instantaneous uh, payment it's called Pix, and we use that everywhere. That replaces cash for me. But when I'm in Europe, actually, I do use, uh, I do bring cash with me. Or, yeah, maybe transportation in general. Okay. Uh, so basically, you never use uh, it. So basically, you yeah. never use it, even though cash is the most anonymous form of payment. I have to admit, I hardly ever use it too. And I'm going to force myself to use it more and more because I don't want I don't want merchants and other people to say that they're not interested in cash anymore. So I'm going to force uh -huh. myself to use it. But basically, you're saying you never use it, which, which yeah. is the case of a lot of people. Uh, yeah, certainly in Switzerland and, and in Brazil as well, as you seem to say. Yeah. Okay. I would I would love to use more Bitcoin in replacement of cash, but I think we're still a long way into the adoption gets there. I think okay. for merchants. Okay. Uh, and last question: a great piece of advice that you got, and who gave it to you? Wow, that's a difficult one. Um, I received lots of great advices during my career. But I think the one that most stuck to me is like done better than perfect. Okay. Fine. I think I think when we really try to nail stuff and, and get it really perfect and crisp and sometimes we lose a little bit of what uh, connects us to people uh, when we're, for instance, trying to make it best uh, written the article there is um, and also sometimes you lose the the timing of stuff i think timing in this industry is very very important and it's better than them perfectly absolutely if you wait if you wait till it's perfect you never hit go you never hit send that's true okay all right. Thank you very much, uh, Hannah. It was a pleasure to speak to you. So where can people find out more about 21 Analytics? And uh, do you want to maybe give a, a web address for your chatbot? Oh, of course. Uh, they can. Well, we where we mostly keep uh, people updated is on LinkedIn. We post a lot about travel and new regulatory uh, updates that may impact crypto businesses there. So on 21 Analytics LinkedIn or on my LinkedIn, we also update people there. And to find the, the 21 AI and ask your crypto regulation questions, you just go to 21analytics.ch for Switzerland uh, dash AI. There okay. you can find uh, the okay, I'll put the links in the show notes. Okay. Thank you very much, Hannah. It was a pleasure to speak Thank to you. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Great. If you enjoyed this episode and you think you learned something new, the best way to show support is by sending sats over the Lightning Network. If you already have a Lightning wallet, you can uh, contribute directly with a one-off payment by sending sats to my Lightning address, the Swiss Road to Crypto at Fountain.fm. Or you can download a podcasting 2.0 app like Breeze or Fountain that allows you to stream sats as you listen. Finally, if you want to contribute in fiat, you can do that with a credit card or with Apple Pay. There's a link in the show notes for that. Finally, don't hesitate to leave a comment either in the show notes or on social media. And don't hesitate to share this episode on social media. 
Thank you.